welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Welcome, Rory. Paul, it is great to be here. Thanks, my friend. I'm glad you're here. You uh, have a career where you help people with coaching. How'd you get into that and why did you choose that? Uh, you know, it was almost a, a, a bend in the road. I'd been doing a lot of sales training, a lot of uh, a lot of speaking at conferences and things like that. And, and when I do consulting uh, and do sales training for for clients, it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. And I recognized the missing piece was I needed to teach the managers how to coach employees how to how to sell. And once I learned how to do that, then the results were truly mystical almost. It was almost magical. And the results were so good, I recognized that really the key is not the sales training, but the coaching training. And then I realized I did it for just other organizations, and then the results were just, you know, almost exponential in the, in the results we got with the organization. So I just I said, man, I'm going to pursue this path. This is the path to pursue. Excellent. And those of those people who listen to us, they know that you talk about – a good coach has good questions, and you're mm-hmm. going to expand on that this time. Absolutely. And not only are we going to talk about good questions today, we're going to talk about empowering questions. Ooh. And, uh, you know, and, and, and just empower folks to, to, to really pursue the, the best of themselves. And so there's basically, there's four kind of mindsets or, or beliefs or attitudes to start with. And I'm just going to give you those, uh, you know, that. So as a coach, what do you want to do? You, you, want, you want to ask empowering questions, but you've also got to give them the power to be empowered. And what does that mean? Well, the first thing is give them the freedom to make their own decisions, their own choices. Uh, that empowers people. When we, we, don't feel shall, we, don't, we don't feel shackled, we don't feel constrained, we feel like, okay, you've got control of this. How do you, knowing what we have here, here's our constraints, here's our budget, here's our process. So you know, give them the freedom to make their decisions. Help them find out what they really want. Uh, because, you know, the thing is, a lot of people say, oh, my God, I want to keep people here forever. <laughs> Guess what? That's not going to happen. <laughs> right. But you want the people to be the best they can be while they're with while they're you. There. And and so help them to find what they really want. And then also help them realize what is most important to them. So what's what do they want? What's most important to them? And then help them realize what brings them most satisfaction and lasting fulfillment. So if you come with that mindset... Uh, you come with that mindset of those four things, then you can then ask them or have the willingness to ask them some incredibly pa- empowering questions. And so we're going to go through these right okay. now. And and again, this is coaching for uh, coaching for breakthrough success. You notice I almost said coaching potential because it just rolls off my <laughs> That's tongue right. now. Uh, but coaching for breakthrough success with Jack Canfield and Dr. Peter Chi, and they've written a great book, and I highly recommend it. It's my my second favorite book uh, behind uh, John Whitmore's Coaching Performance. But uh, so empowering questions. And here's just some of those empowering questions you can have. So you're working with an employee. You've got some issues. You've got some challenges, whatever it might be. But you could ask them this question. Imagine you have the solution to the issue. What would that solution look like? Mm. Because, you know, one of the, the, the theories and one of the beliefs of coaching is, guess what? The genius is in them. Mm-hmm. And if you ask a question like that, then it allows that genius to come out. And then, and then they may not even have an answer for it right there. You may they have to may have to sleep on that. They may have to take a week on it. That's okay. Let them think about that. Let it germinate. Let it process to say what does the solution look like for you. Another great empowering question is: Assuming all obstacles have been removed, what would you have done to accomplish that? So you've got rid of the obstacles. You've got rid of the challenges. Now, what would you do to make that happen? Another great question is. Uh, putting on the hat of the wisest person that you know, 
what mm. tactics and process would they propose? Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a great thing. If you step back and say, you know, I'm a big Harry Truman fan, right. and I just think he was pretty extraordinary in so many ways. But I would step back and say, what would he do in this situation? And he was in some high-powered situations. He had to negotiate oh, yeah. with Stalin, and how did you know? How do you save Europe? He had tremendous challenges that he faced in his life. How did he face those? What did he do? And the great thing about Harry Truman is, I love this: is you rarely see a picture where he's not smiling. Right. You know, here he is in the middle of World War II with all of the challenges he's facing. But if you see him out, and particularly on the campaign trail, he was always smiling. And I just think that's one of the uh, the endearing qualities about him. So, so in this example, you would think, what what would Harry do in this situation? Right. And you would think of those qualities and try to come up with the solution, or you'd have your Actually, the person you're coaching, right? You'd have them think through this, right? Right, and, and ask yeah. them, you know, who's a person that you admire? Who's a person, you know, and hopefully it's not Kim Kardashian, <laughs> <laughs> right? You, you want yeah. somebody of more substance than that, right? But you know, I mean, how I mean, how do you become a famous person with zero talent? I mean, I just I find that amazing. So anyway, I'm sure Kim's going to listen <laughs> to our podcast, but but uh, yeah, just ask, you know, ask them who do they admire. What are the characteristics they admire about them? And then, you and know. Go from there. Absolutely. Because then you've got a foundation. You know, if nothing else, they're thinking of solutions. They're owning the, the problem. Right. Because you want to create awareness and responsibility. It's just another way to create that awareness and responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we've talked about, I don't know if we've talked much about in this podcast, a whole other arm of coaching called narrative coaching, where you're asking them questions to kind of have them walk them through the solution. So they're almost like walking through a forest. And then ultimately they get to where they want to go, you know the land of Oz or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And and that's narrative coaching where you're basically taking them through the process, which is another great way to work with employees because then they're, they're non-judgmental questions and they're really saying, you know, where's the awareness? Where's your perception on this? Where do you want to go? And you allow them to lead you or guide you through your questions. Where do we go in this process? Yeah. So I just think that's a great way to coach. And then if you had all the resources you need and you can't possibly fail, what would you do or mm. what would that look like? And I just think that's because then all of a sudden you you get rid of the obstacles. Right. All the barriers are gone. And and for a flicker, you go, wow, I could do this. And I just think that's just a a great, great idea. Another great question they say is put yourself in the shoes of your best advisor. What advice would they give you? And, And what would they do in this situation? I love that question. And if you reach deep inside yourself for the best answers, what answers would you discover? Uh, because, you know, the truth's down there inside mm-hmm. you. Right. And, and so it's there. And that's, you know, find the genius of the person right. you're working with. And I just think that's so powerful. Consider this, uh, consider this to be a defining moment in your life. What would be the best thing that you could do right now? Mm. And, and These I are lo- really thought-provoking and really, um, really puts people, not really on the spot, but they really have to take ownership when they when they think through these questions. Yeah, you know, what would be the best you right now? Mm-hmm. What would the best you be doing right now? Would it would it be complaining about your coworker or to be saying, you know, let's try to find a, a build a bridge to make this work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that would be another approach to it. Um uh, and uh, he's got a whole host of other great questions here. He says, I'm curious, what gives you the greatest motivation to win this race? If you're talking about coaching employer, what gives you the greatest motivation to accomplish this goal? Or what gives you the greatest motivation to achieve this? And then you're talking about that motivation. So then when you understand the intrinsic motivation of those employees, you can have tremendous influence. I mean, that's what I think is the, the power of coaching. It is one of the most persuasive techniques I've ever learned. And mm-hmm. I've, studied, I've studied motivation and persuasion my entire life. And the, the more I study this, the more 
that persuasion is is hidden in the questions. Right. And finding out what that person wants. And then you, you don't persuade them to be like you. You persuade them to be like themselves. And they pursue their own goals, their own um, ambitions. And I, I just think that's so incredibly uh, persuasive, but it's also so empowering. And, and, of course, these are empowering questions. And I love this one right here. It's a great question. What do people most appreciate about you? Uh, and I just love Self-reflective. That. Absolutely. Self-reflective. You know, what's your great quality? And it's not a, a non-judgmental question. It's just let them talk about themselves and what what's my skill? What's my strength? Because as a manager, you want to focus on people's strengths. And if you can focus on people's strengths, it's remarkable what you can accomplish. Um, you know, it, really the, the key to it, an effective coach is having the right players in the right spot. You know, you wouldn't want Michael Jordan to play center. Mm-hmm. That's not his job. That's right. And you wouldn't want uh, Ken, uh, Rodman to play point guard. Right. That's not his strength. Right. So, pe- you know, find out what those people's strengths are, put them together so that they, you know, the, the sum of the whole, you know, the the, the parts, right, the sum of the whole is greater than the parts. Yes. You know, yes. individually. And so I think that's it. You know, one plus one plus one does not equal three. It equals seven because together they're able to create synergy. Right. And, and I just think that's such a... Powerful concept. I love that. Um, what do you love most about yourself? I, I don't know if there's any manager would have the courage to ask that question, but you know, what do you most like about yourself? What's, yeah. your, what's your most enduring quality? Uh, what's your greatest strength here? What do you contribute most to the organization here? Those are all incredibly mm-hmm. powerful questions that you could ask to that employee to, to get them to draw them out. But the other side of the coin is too, how many times have people asked you in your life questions like that? Oh, very rarely. Incredibly rarely. I mean, you, your your perception of that manager would change dramatically right. if they were to ask you some questions like this. Uh, what do you think of the? I, I, to me, when you ask these questions, you begin to think, oh, I'm asking additional questions, but it's such a entry to what is important to that employee and what they need to do to improve. You're saving so much time when you do this. Absolutely. Yeah. And you get, you know, it's just like um, Stephen Covey wrote the book, uh, The Speed of Trust. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing here is developing a level of trust and a level of, of relationship that the two of you become, you know, colleagues. We're working together rather than us working against a problem. It's us working to solve this problem. Right. And, and that's motivating. Absolutely. And, and it, you know, most organizations, the, the manager tells you, I want you to do this and I want you to do it this way rather than saying, Hey, I would love this job done. How would you like to do that? What do you think is the most effective way to do that? What's your approach to doing this? Mm-hmm. What, what's your suggestions? And then look, the other side of the coin is I, I actually want to write a book on coaching the power of lazy. <laughs> I would like to read it, but I'm too lazy to read it. <laughs> too lazy right? to read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can believe it. But 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 is but that's the key. What I find from managers who do this is they recognize it takes so much weight off mm-hmm. uh, because they're always trying to come up with all solutions, and now they're they're it, it's like now they're getting you know multiple computers, multiple you know brain trust in the organization that's multiplying, and they're not doing it all themselves. So I just think that's so incredibly empowering. And then I, I love these, these last few questions. Uh, imagine you're fully engaged in using your natural strengths and abilities uh, to pursue this. What would you be doing right now to solve this problem? Mm. You know, you use your creativity. You use your mind. You, you come up with a solution. How do you want to do this? And then when you ex- visualize experience and fulfillment in your job, what pictures and words come to mind? So when you're, if you were in the job that we're doing right now, What's most fulfilling? What's the thing that gets you there to being fulfilling? 
And then what? how do you describe that? Uh, so I just think that's a, a, a great question. I love it. And then knowing that your destiny is knowing that your destiny is in your own hands, what action would you take to become a master of your own fate right now? Wow. That's yeah. I mean, I think that's worth repeating, don't you agree? Absolutely. So knowing that your destiny is in your own hands, what action would you take to become a master of your own fate? Mm-hmm. And then what actions would you take on a daily basis to become a master of your own fate? Mm-hmm. I that's a great question because you are the master of right. your own destiny. Yeah. Nobody else can pull know your, it. Uh, yeah. Know it, own it, uh-huh. and take action on it. And even, you know, we all start out in, in entry-level jobs, and that's okay. Right. But as we progress, we can, we can you know, be a master of our own fate. How do I take my career going forward? And uh, I love this question. What would it be like to have the power to make your dreams come true? What would it be like to have the power to make your dreams come true? Almost like waving a wand over it. Mm. But over time, you know, the universe does bend to your will. You know, once you, once you pursue a goal with your heart and soul, mm-hmm. the universe does, in fact, bend to your will over time. It doesn't happen immediately, but it does, in fact, happen. And then this is, and this is a great question to close with on this podcast. So when you get close to the end of your life, what story would you like to be able to tell about yourself, your greatest contribution, and your greatest achievement? That's great. You know, when you get to the end of your life, what would be your greatest contribution and what would be your greatest achievement? And wouldn't it be absolutely fantastic to say, you know what? I coached five people and they went and did this and this and Mm -hmm. this. That your accomplishment, your achievement might make me having a huge impact on the lives of others, that they were able to achieve something they didn't think, guess what? They didn't believe they could do it, but you believed in them. You saw their talents and abilities. You helped them stretch beyond what they perceived to be themselves, and you helped them to achieve that. So when you get to the end of your life, what story would you like to be able to tell about yourself, your greatest contribution, or your greatest achievement? And I hope it is helping people. I hope it is helping people grow and progress. That's empowering. Empowering questions. Remember those questions. If they want to be empowered more, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can get a hold of me by uh, my website. It's RoryRoland.com. It's R-O-R-Y-R-O-W-L-A-N-D.com. They can get a hold of me anytime there, and I'd love to chat. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to Coaching for Potential with Rory Roland. Join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching. This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda and Rory Rowland. For more information and content, visit RoryRowland.com.